Hello there, welcome to Grace Teaching. My name is Brad. Welcome here. I'm talking about the 10 most important things that Christians should know. The first one is our identity. Um, and we're going to talk about what identity is. Identity is found in Christ for the believer in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5 17 tells us anyone in Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I like John 1 12 too, because it says to all who received him, to them who believed in his name, Jesus Christ, God has given us the right to be called children of God. And so that's meaning to life, folks. And so you're, you know, we're asking that question, who am I? Well, there it is. Now we know. And remember, what follows our identity, meaning to life, is our purpose. Okay, and so our purpose for being a child of God, of course, is to be led by the Holy Spirit, which brings us to the Holy Spirit in us. The Holy Spirit, 1 John 2, 27, tells us the Holy Spirit is in us to teach us everything we need to know. And so remember, forgiveness is also um, part of our identity in Christ. The new covenant, um, forgiveness is final and unconditional, based entirely on what Jesus Christ did for us and uh, when we look at new covenant forgiveness it's uh, in the past tense meaning our sins have been forgiven um, when we read Ephesians 1 7 when Christ died on a cross his last words were it is finished um, and so in other words what he was saying is the payment for sin has been satisfied Ephesians 1 7 says it's through the blood of Jesus because of God's rich kindness and love for us through the blood of Jesus, God has forgiven our sins, okay? And so we are forgiven people. John 1, John said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. With our identity comes God's righteousness. The Greek word for righteousness is dikaios, and its meaning is to be right with God. Okay, 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says, God made him who had no sin to be sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Okay, so remember, through faith in Christ, we exchanged our unrighteousness for his perfect righteousness at conversion. So resting in our right standing with God will free us from the impossible task of trying to keep ourselves clean. Reconciled is another important one um, in our identity. Reconciled means that our friendship with God was restored by the death of His Son while we were still His enemies. We were not enemies of God because of what we did. It wasn't because of our behavior. Um, it was because of our birth, our spiritual birth. We were born spiritually dead in Adam, separated from God. Okay, And so God reconciles us back to himself through the death of his son Jesus and saves us through the life of Christ. Romans 5 10 11 is our key verse for since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were his enemies we will certainly be saved or have been saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God our Father because of what our Lord Jesus Christ has done. He's made us friends with God, you see. And so redeemed is another um, another identity um, in our identity that we need to take a look at. We are redeemed. Um, it means to buy back and set free. 
God actually had to purchase everyone back. He had to purchase us back um, from Satan through the death of his son, Jesus. And so we actually were stolen from God in the very beginning when Adam and Eve was in the garden. Remember, they were deceived, they were persuaded, enticed, and tempted, and they took things in their, their own hands. And when they did, Satan actually stole them from God and all of us born into this world. And it all was because of the disobedience of the one man, the many entered into this world sinners. And so, so it's only as we're born again do we get that new identity in Christ, children of God, as Jesus described in John 3 with Nicodemus. But because of the blood of Jesus, we have been bought back. Okay? First, uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 or 14 tells us, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Okay, so notice the forgiven our sins in the past tense. But we have been rescued from darkness and uh, transferred us into the kingdom of his dearest son. Okay, so that's what it really means to redeem. No longer an Adam sinner, but in Christ, children of God, we were taken out of Adam, placed in Christ. That's what it means to be taken out of darkness and placed or transferred into the kingdom of his dear son. Again, sanctified. Sanctified is part of our identity. And uh, sanctification is the act or process of acquiring sanctity, of being made holy. Okay? To sanctify is um, to literally set apart for a particular use and a special purpose or work and uh, to make holy or sacred. Sanctification is, uh, is the act or process of acquiring sanctity of being made holy. Okay, so I wanted to repeat that because it was really important. The Greek word for holy is hagios and its meaning is set apart for God. Okay, to be, as it were, exclusively His. Okay, Hebrews 10.10 tells us, And by that will, speaking of the cross, the new covenant, that's where the, the new covenant starts, at the cross. And by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ once and for all. And so that's uh, sanctification is sanctified. Uh, we have been sanctified, meaning we have been made holy through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Um, and our next um, identity you know, that goes with our identity is eternal life. Um, eternal life is not a place. It's not, you know, something we have to wait for. Um, but at conversion, we're placed in Christ. That's eternal life. Um, eternal life, it's the question that haunts the minds of many people, is how do I know for sure that I have eternal life? Well, the good news is, like I said, if you're in Christ, you, you are in eternal life. That life is eternal, and it has no beginning or end, as I mentioned, and it always has been, always will be, and we are one spirit with him. Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So enjoy eternal life today because it has no expiration date. Okay. First um, John 5, 11 uh, 12 and 13 says, And this is a testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has the life. Whoever does not have the Son, though, does not have the life. 
that. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. And justified. Justified is the next topic we want to look at in our identity. And it's the act of God's declaring men free from guilt and acceptable to Him. In other words, right in God's eyes all the time. You know, your pastor will sometimes say, we have been justified. It's just as if I'd never sinned in God's sight. And that's exactly what it means. Romans 5.1 tells us we have been made right with God because of our belief. Now we have peace with God because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And finally, totally love. Now our Father loves us unconditionally. And this has nothing to do with physical performance or behavior. And this is catalyst for change, folks. Neither height nor depth nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Remember, God's love for us is agape. That's the Greek word for love. And agape means the unconditional love of God for man. Okay, and so this love that God has for his children is unconditional and uh, he loves us unconditionally even when we're unkind or unlovable or unworthy. It never stops. And remember, we are accepted in the beloved. That means he takes us just the way we are. Okay, so our father is in the process of making us and forming us into the people he wants us to be in, but he takes us just the way we are. Ephesians 1, 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he has made us accepted in the beloved. Thank you.